you're causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. Hello, hello. What are, is happening? We are back on the I Don't Know Dude Podcast. Dude, I love that new applause. Good job. I kind of like the smattering of applause, but that one has a little more excitement to it. Which one's a little that? A more hype. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's got to be special occasions. I love that, though. Yeah, so we just uh, pounded a Baron's Crunch Wrap. So good. That is so our, good. That is our official podcast sponsor. You have to get double salsa, though. Like, that's the move. One salsa per half. Um, I don't know. They do it like once every other month or so. But it's a huge fucking hit, and uh, Jason and the, the, his chef and the whole crew over there is just amazing. They put out incredible food. Yeah, so if you're local in the South Bay, go to Barron's. Yeah, and if you're not, uh, come visit us and drool, and then get on the podcast with us. Dude, I would have, I'd be stoked to go there anyway. It's like, I, I, as a sponsor, it's like so easy to be like, dude, go to this place that's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, it's not something I'm like, ooh, you know, we don't take any money. No, they 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 hook it up with sandwiches. One every free week. sandwich a week. <laughs> Two actually. Oh yeah. Well, one for me, one for you as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm it's I'm incredible. Hap- I'm happier than mm. I possibly could be. This is like why we built this. It's one day of the week. I don't have to think about what I'm having for dinner. Just whatever they're cooking, I mean, we're eating, and, and that, it's always fucking good. That's worth. That's priceless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Straight priceless. Time, think about the if you could equate how long it would take to think about what you want for dinner, then to prepare it, order it, or go get it. And then text your girl, hey, babe, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> yeah, maybe, it's some, maybe she wants the same thing, maybe she doesn't. You got a few different choices at that point, but if you go with your boys at Barron's, you don't have to think about it. A pro tip for all you guys out there, don't ask what you want to have for dinner to your significant other like learn what she really likes and go to the grocery store and tell her that's what's happening and make it for her (laughs) that's a power move yeah like guys like sometimes you have to be men like i don't do this as much as i say i i would like to but sometimes i'm like hey babe this is what we're having i'm going we're getting it it's necessary sometimes especially with thanks or uh thanksgiving valentine's day coming with Valentine's Day coming up, I mean, not, the restaurants aren't fully open. If you're going to go romantic, might as well get romantic at home. Yeah, so I always say, Wait. If, if, you're, if you're going on a date on the 13th, you're his side chick. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, the 13th is the night before, right? So I believe it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, I hate year. to break it to you guys. Or, or he loves you that much that you get to go out two nights in a row. That's cool, too. Perhaps. Uh, without the bars open, where 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 are all the single dudes and all the single babes going on Valentine's Day this year? Um, you and I don't have to worry about that shit. But I mean, that used to be a big night to uh, get lucky if you were going out for Valentine's Day if you were single because love is in the air and Cupid is on rapid fire machine gun. I say the the whole dance floor. The week before Valentine's Day is the thirstiest week of the year. Yeah, of course. Of course. Or anytime anyone gets engaged. Um, it's like when I was DJing, I remember specific weeks. So it always seems sort of like, wow, there's a lot of girls out. Valentine's and Day? The week coming up. Yeah. Like the Thursday, if it was on like a Sunday, okay. like the Thursday would be lit. 
really? And then, and then, summer- noticeably different. I was, I mean, I was halfway joking, but it was like kind of. I just, it's just like a mindset thing. I didn't Dude, actually I've, notice. I pretty much have a PhD in social patterns throughout the year because <laughs> well, here in South Bay, at least. Well, because when it comes to people that go out, mm-hmm. you can't really like. <laughs> tell people to go out it's more so like everybody's already gonna go on these days it's like the super bowl weekend yep the labor day weekend yep. those certain days uh, obviously you know those patterns are very obvious mm-hmm. but there's other micro patterns that happen in between those big weekends and sometimes they usually happen after um people get paychecks after the, if the weekend lands like a couple of days after the first of the month those can be pretty lit um because a lot of people go out and Drop dimes when they're feeling flush. Welfare checks on the 1st and 15th. Yeah. Just getting balled out. And also, too, when it comes to, like, you know, um, a lot of... Some funny girl once said this. She's like, you get together with your dude on Valentine's Day. You break up with him on um, St. Patrick's Day. Ride the summer out free as a bird. And then once the holidays start hitting... Get back and together. You, and you start... You start setting those thirst traps again because that's how it goes that's a, that's the flow yeah of like how most women's emotions yeah. if you're single act throughout the year do you want to be free as a bird during the summer you want that you want that lovey-dovey family life during during the holidays and it's just i remember just i remember just hearing these conversations back in the day of and just kind of plotting all the data points <laughs> the uh the breakup on saint patrick's day thing is interesting because that is the get black fucking out drunk day that's what usually all what happens. day yeah they get so blacked out they get in a fight and they're yeah. done early by like 1 30 p.m dude it's like because like you're at the bar at 8 a.m yeah it's a 3 p.m blowout <laughs> yeah exactly and you're done you go and then you go back out again because the bars are still going off is is this a COVID St. Patrick's Day this year? Because last year, didn't the lockdown and everything happen after St. Patty's? St. Patty's is is March 17th or 18th. And I think we got locked down like 20th, 21st, 22nd, maybe somewhere in there. Are we going to have a St. Patrick's Excellent. Day? I don't know, dude. <laughs> and we're back here again. Okay, so this episode, we wanted to focus on the king himself, Mr. LeBron James. Self-proclaimed king. I don't think. Do you believe he's the king? To me, Elvis is king. But um, as far as basketball goes, he's true. the king. Basketball king, best maybe. best ever. I'd say Kobe Bryant with a hint of. Oh, it's obviously LeBron, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. I would say best ever. I would say Joe at top three. That's probably a pretty fair argument. I would say Jordan would would be number one for me, just because I grew up in that area and it's such a different time. Oh, you did that, see? I. I Obviously but I grew going, up in the Midwest too. Yes. So Jordan, like the, the Bulls and the Pistons were battling a lot. Yes. And the Lakers weren't even really relevant then. They were a great team with Magic and James, but they weren't winning championships. Like the Bulls won like five in a row. The Pistons won back to back. Like there was a lot of other teams winning. Who has more rings, Jordan or, or um, Kobe? Jordan has six. I think Kobe has five. And I think LeBron just got his six last year. So who would you think would win one-on-one? In their prime? If there was a round robin in their prime. Fuck, man. I think, I mean, it's just a fucking, it's such a different game. I think like, um, uh, <laughs> you good? Yeah, we're good? It sounded, I thought I had the good spot here. Um, I think in their prime, I think Jordan would take them because that game would take both of them because that game was very different. LeBron's definitely bigger and more athletic. I think Kobe can shoot, Kobe and Jordan can shoot a lot better and 
I don't fucking but know. Here's, it. I would love to see it. But the game was so different when Jordan played. Exactly. Now. I was about to say basketball is kind of the only sport I really kind of follow. Yeah. Even if that. Yeah. I just, I've always, you know, loved the Lakers. You obviously just hard not to. Yeah. Um, Being, I mean, living here, it's a, but mean, it's a huge to part say, of the culture, though, just like the Dodgers. I'd have to say Jordan was playing against like Vladi Divac. You know, yeah. so I, I'd have to say the reason why I, I my vote would go with Kobe um, would be because uh, he has this this versatility of Jordan and then like kind of like the athleticism of LeBron James type of thing combined where it's like I, 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 it's yeah. hard to say it's hard it's, to say where where like I feel like he's more powerhoused like he can he can. He, he, like I've seen more like poster dunks by Kobe than I say Jordan. Yeah, but definitely more poster dunks from LeBron. Well, right? but, but also, LeBron can't. LeBron can shoot a three pointer, obviously, but not as precise and with dexterity. Like I think he's a whole package. Whereas there are like a ninety nine point nine nine percent close second. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a. The, the depends on how you want to weigh it, right? I mean, what are you looking at? Are you looking at just stats? Are you looking at just championships? Are you looking at just MVPs? Are you looking at points? Are you looking at assists? You're looking at well, like there's so many different ways that you can weigh it. But like the reason that I just lean more towards Jordan is the game back then, and I'm going to use this loosely so no one loses their fucking mind. Is basketball was mo- a lot more physical and a lot more You're closer right to today's that. football back when Jordan remember, played. Like people were getting fucked I up. remember the refs let you him You can't play. touch LeBron without him flopping. Like you touch that LeBron and he, very, like, and he like dives. That's very true. Jordan would never fucking do that. He would like jump through you in your face and like attack. Yeah. They, would, they would get offensive fouls for attacking forward instead of like falling and flailing backwards. Very true. Like that's hardcore. It's like Mad Max versus fucking Super Mario Brothers. Hey, you know what makes LeBron James flail? What? That blonde chick on the sidelines. <laughs> Dude, this chick. So you, you the, to preface this story, the Lakers were playing in Atlanta. The NBA, I guess, is letting people in the stands. I don't know. I don't know how many people are, are allowed to be there. But there was a woman who was in the front row. Um, she has courtside seats. And apparently, and then I'll play the video. Apparently, her husband has had courtside seats for a while, and he and LeBron have history where he has yelled at LeBron before, and it's like a thing that they do. The, the, the nut doesn't fall far from the tree. So LeBron, there's no, mind you, there's nobody in the stadium, right? There's like 12 people. I love that. So everything that you're saying, everybody who's there can fucking okay. hear you. I've, it's not 40,000 people where like maybe you can get a word in. For okay. sure, your words are getting so, heard. Just a preface, I know nothing about this. I didn't watch it. I should. It's one of those things I don't really catch. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hear this for the first time. Yeah. And I cannot wait to hear it. But also too... The fact that the stadium was empty, kind of like the UFC fights are, where you can hear every smack, clack, click, and clack. Yeah. Um, I really, I really kind of like the empty stadium thing because I kind of like yelling sometimes too. And what's worth yelling if no one can hear you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, here, courtside with no one around in complete silence, all you have to do is talk. Because here at home, but they're still yelling. Because here at home, um, the Rosie's Raiders. Uh, shout out to Sean Rosenthal and, and everybody, meet and everybody. What's up? But we yell. And scream the craziest shit from the sidelines on a volleyball court on the sand. But yeah. you're, you're 15 feet away from the player. Yeah, yeah. And right before they serve, it's quiet, and you can be, you can say whatever you gosh darn like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like golf. It's a, it, and they probably pretty much brought rowdiness to the sport. And, yeah. And in actually, too, in high school, that was a fun time. And I was getting kicked out of the Redondo gym, cheering on our varsity team because we went to CIF, our varsity basketball team, with Adam Zahn, Keith Ellison. 
all those boys going off. Eddie Tops, shout out to those guys. Um, and we had the Redondo Wrecking Crew where I would literally jump from the sixth bleacher up with like a fake basketball that was made out of uh, paper balled up and just dunk it when we got a dunk or we would just, we would cause the biggest scene ever. And our, school, and our, you were our, like the school mascot guy. Yeah, like I, the, you were like the crowd. Like I was up. hyping it up. Me and my friend, Sonny Rahim and David Rowe and a few others. We all had our, our, our things we got on. We led this crew and it grew and it grew and it grew and it started getting larger and then all of a sudden, like the the staff and like the the dean of students started getting catching on, and we talked our shit, and we we went to all we went up and down the state with the team. Like they what had days another, were the games? Were you like going on a, this on, is like like a, a Friday night? Dude, okay, not or, like a Tuesday but the night. CIF like, games went. We were winning so hard. We we talk shit and back it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so we, our confidence was through the roof. Yeah, and we were in high school. We, we were insane. We the, we had, we literally had to have security by us. By how much rowdiness would happen, and when we would people in, try to come and fight you guys and like throw shit and talk the other shit. The team or, definitely annoyed. The parents kind of loved it. Some of them were kind you of. You think reserved. they were annoyed? I'd be annoyed as fuck. I would hate you if I was on the other team. I would hate you. Yo, of course you hated us. That was the whole point. <laughs> that was exactly the point of the whole exercise. <laughs> yeah. Is to just be loved. Yeah. And so we would scream the crazy, have the craziest signs and. We had girls getting into it, and like the cheerleaders loved it because when the cheerleaders, we had a good cheerleader squad. They were awesome, and uh, they would bus us to the games, and you know for the finals and, and all that stuff. And it was so you awesome. would get on a bus, and you would get, be escorted to the games. You'd have to drive yourself. Like the school would take oh, you guys. And sometimes we went to some hood schools, and we would have to have to get like escorted, escorted yeah, out because yeah. it would be bad. But like it was all fun and games. Like everybody's awesome. It was never something you really cross line. All Maybe, fun, all fun and games to the team that's winning. Yeah, <laughs> but there's different thing. There are some insane things said, but mo- for the most part, it was wholeheartedly because you you're watched by parents. You're, you're kind of representing high the school. You're in, in high school. school. It you know, was nuts. You know who's not in high school? Uh, LeBron James and this chick. All right, yeah. So play they're the not, clip. Play the not clip. in high school. So, I'm gonna hear this clip. All right. So it's on. I found it on this website. I hope this goes well. Um, this is LeBron. Ja- LeBron James is is on the court right now in this clip that I'm about to play, and this is the interaction. I don't know what we're going to be able to hear, but let's do it. Remember, it was that uh, executive of the Cavaliers that set LeBron off in Cleveland. All right, so she's standing up, yelling at LeBron, and he's chirping back at her. And here comes security. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, that was um. Yeah, that that didn't really work. Here's the next clip here. So this is her after right, she gets kicked clip. out. I'm not even gonna say her name because it doesn't fucking matter. No, what is, what's her name? I don't know. It's not. It, I'll look it up in a sec. Who cares? I'm sure. <laughs> just got kicked out of the game for talking shit to LeBron James for talking shit to my fucking husband. This is such fucking bullshit. Listen, let me tell you, LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out, and I stood up and I go, don't fucking talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will fuck you up. And he started fighting with me. He goes, shut your mouth, dumb bitch. And I go, you shut your fucking mouth, bitch. So, wow. Wow. So, guys, we got Natalie on the podcast. She wants to chime in on this bad boy. So, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't love the know. part where she goes, I will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> 
But she, so there's there's another clip I'll play later, but she. Wait, let's hear, let's hear the whole thing right now. I got to hear the whole deal. Yeah, but do you, do you think, here's, if you're LeBron James, do you think that he said, shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch, so all these people could hear? And it's well, not like can, all over the news, or. You can verify that. Because there are microphones all over that court. Right. And if he denies it, he can be called out and said he didn't. But Well, he was probably antagonized by this girl's husband. He probably said some shit. And then LeBron was like, you know, shut the fuck up, you're a little bitch or whatever. Which she deserved. So yeah, but <laughs> let's, just, let's just put it out there. I mean, there. here's the thing. Like, let's chalk it up to like, they're just ra- being rowdy. Like, that's what happens at sports games, right? No punches were like... Nobody punched each other or anything. What's the big deal? Hey, that, that girl though, she's just she's just shaking her tail feather and she's she's flocking back at him like she's it, just like yo, don't talk to my. My favorite like thing. That. My favorite thing is small young white girls yelling at way larger people saying, "I will fuck you up." Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot. <laughs> so I wonder too. This, listen to this thought experiment: if she actually met him in public in a very cordial setting, would they have talked that shit to each other like that? Would she have been that rude or would she want to take a picture with him? I bet you she would have wanted to take a picture with him if it was in a different setting. Because they're in that setting where she got fired up and it was the game and everything goes, she acted like to the person she has no, you know, she has no purpose speaking to whatsoever. Yeah, but I I mean the whole, yeah, so he's playing a game. You're a spectator. There is a certain level of respect, even though we were just talking about the opposite of that of what you did with your (laughs) high school volleyball team. But these guys... I mean, you pay a ton of money. There's people that are home that would like to go see a game or sit in your seat, and then this is how you spend it. Like, that's kind of one of the issues <laughs> that you can see, right? And then the other thing is, if this 30, I think he's 36, 37, 38-year-old man looks at this chick and says, shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. And this is a guy who has a massive contract. I think he has a Nike deal where it's like $97 million a year for, like, lifetime. He's got Space Jam 2 coming out. Let's be real, he's got dude. Six, he's got six Everybody. champions. But wait, can't you just be like, like laugh it off and just be like, ha-ha, oh he my should, God, dude, you are so mad. Honestly, dude, sometimes it doesn't matter how amazing of a person of you or how squeaky clean your image is. There's always that side where he... We behind closed doors when he's with his boys and he's partying. You know he does. You know he does some crazy shit. He says some crazy shit. We all know that. He's not just like Tiger Woods. He's not as squeaky clean as the media made him out to be. Yeah, of course not. Everybody has their sides. Agree. And he, that girl, broke him at that moment, of which goes to show his mental toughness when it comes to somebody yelling from the crowd. But I guess it was one of those moments where you, he was weirdly engaged, whereas um, it, it never happens like that when the stadium's that quiet. And the context of the situation was actually pretty, like a stab right at you. Well, it sounds like she literally said on the video that you just played, the clip, that he was talking shit to her husband, not yeah. her. So, But who talked shit? Who, who who was the first to talk shit? So I'm sure the husband was. Why would LeBron look I mean, at someone in the... I mean, does it fucking matter, though? Like, who cares? Yeah, but why, yeah. Would, why would... So that's a, not a terrible point, but like, what, if LeBron looked in the crowd and started talking shit with somebody that wasn't antagonized, that's fucked up. Hindsight but, 2020, let it go, bro. But honestly, in the yeah, moment, we, we, were talking we all about, go crazy. We were talking about who's the, who's the greatest. Jordan never did that. Kobe would never nope. do that. And that's why Kobe's right? on my list of number one. I mean, but it's like, so, but it depends on how you're rating them. Again, so you, like, you what's... You guys think they broke a code of, like, good sportsmanship. He just, I mean, he just got, he just got got. 
You know what I mean? He, he got broken by someone from the sidelines. But if you're supposed to be a role model for like kids and shit and all over the world, yeah. then you have to have that. T- you but have to take that into veil, consideration. That's a veil that pu- that people pull over everybody. Then everybody has a side that that is weird that they hide get from up. people, and then other people have a side they act in front of other people about. I'm just saying it's like it's but it's but it's one of those things that and this is where societally I think that there's a bigger problem because you have somebody like this where it's okay for him to say that. If I go down to Starbucks and tell the chick who gets my order wrong, shut the fuck up, you stupid fucking bitch, everyone who's there in Starbucks who looks at me will not have the same feelings that we have no, about LeBron because using now, those words. Because now, if the Me Too movement doesn't, doesn't straight up call him a womanizer... That's what then, I'm saying. Now that, you're yeah, all of that stuff. Where is that shit can when we, it's like can this? Can we see the full clip? Did you ever find that or no? So he has, he has a response after the game, which is actually somewhat um, amusing. So I'll play yeah, that. Yeah, I want to hear that in the COVID protocol if fans can take off their masks to yell at a player? No, at the end of the day, that's, uh, I'm happy fans are back in the building. I miss that interaction. And he's smirking. I need that interaction. We as players need that interaction. I don't feel like it was warranted to be kicked out. Um, there was a, 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 you know, a back and forth between two grown men and, and which, uh, uh, and, you know, we said our piece, he said his piece, I said my piece. And then when someone else jumped into it and, and said their piece, um, but I, I didn't think they were, you know, should have been kicked out. Um, but they might have had a couple of drinks, maybe, and they could have probably kept it going in the game. Wouldn't have been about the game no more. So <laughs> I think the referees did what they had to do. Um, and I don't. I mean, it's, it's fine. I don't, I don't think uh, you know taking down the mask or whatever the case may be at that point in time, you know, would harm anybody. But the people that was right next to her, I wasn't close enough to her. <laughs> I don't think any of my teammates was close enough to him. Uh, maybe a couple of rest, maybe. So I hope they're I hope they're okay. Um, but you know, safety first. <laughs> he addresses COVID. So it sounds like he straight up said the guy shouldn't have been kicked out. It was two adults. That's like- kind of cool, though. See, but- I kind I kind of like that. He's like, hey, he said his piece. I said my piece. Shouldn't have been kicked out. But. He was what he failed to mention was the words that came out of his mouth. Another thing, yeah, is- exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no one asked him. Yeah. Like in these questions, it's not like, so what did you say? She's saying you said this. True, yeah. yes or no? Yeah. No one's well, asking him that. I mean, the media is probably like probably on LeBron's side and doesn't want to like throw him under the bus. But also, it's like they haven't had fans in so long. You finally get fans back, and like that's, that's the kind, kind of, of shit you say. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. But I mean, that also... I mean, who knows? He could be having a shitty fucking day. You know how hard it is to be those guys under a microscope all the time? like Constantly. Would you rather have a shitty day sitting on, uh, sitting at home watching a game or a shitty day uh, at your um, Laker, Laker courtside seats? <laughs> well, I mean, so here's... I would actually pay to have LeBron talk shit to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, a, I mean, good think point, it Allie. Great point. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah right? I he's kind of guy. His, I hope they let her in the next game. What a good story for the bars for the rest of your life. So, yeah, but, but this is the thing, though, right? Like, is there as, any remarks from the chick? Yeah, yeah. So there's a three there's a three and a half minute video that I found I where, she, where it's all of her stories. I have to say, I think the only one that's still upset is the is the chick. I don't want to. <laughs> so, I don't want to hear that. That's fine. But I'll play. I'll play just a little bit of it because there are. Can a few I see parts. what she looks like so I can judge? Just yeah. <laughs> and no, and her, that, that that's what looking at people are for. So I'm they curious. call they're calling her the courtside Karen. Ooh, Ooh. There's, the only, no, because I I coined the term the keyboard Karen. I, don't I coined, know I coined that on my buzz on the BuzzFeed article that went viral. Okay, and and, and I got yeah, a you lot didn't of make shit it up. Somebody else. No, made I it never. Up. Yeah, I yeah. never heard that until I actually said it in the interview. I will vouch for that. I was got there it. when Richard first said it, and he was like, 
fuck, they're just a bunch of keyboard Karens. Yeah, <laughs> I'll claim that for day I die. Nailed it. All right, let's <laughs> see right. this. So this is this is her. Yep, the Hang on. Uh, from our next sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, go. let me see. Here we go. Is that another sponsor? No. They're uh, they're scrolling through. Here we go. Um. LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out, and I stood up and I go, don't f***ing talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will f*** you up. And he started fighting with me. He goes, shut your f***ing bitch. And I go, you shut your f***ing mouth, bitch. Yeah, we heard all that. Juliana Carlos. So Yeah, but there's another piece. Hang on. Juliana Carlos. I mean, here. she definitely looks like she can afford those seats here, with here. someone... Yeah. Someone questioning that? Right here. Right. So I'm minding my own business. Yeah, right here. So I'm minding my own business, and Chris has been a Hawks fan forever. He's been watching the games for 10 years, whatever. He has this issue with LeBron. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't talk about LeBron. Anyway, I'm minding my own business, drinking my having fun that's All an of a Instagram sudden, story LeBron cutting says out something to my husband and I and I see this and I go I stand up and go don't f-ing talk to my husband and he looks at me and he goes sit the f- down bitch and I go don't f-ing call me a bitch. her story's changing the, yeah out of here and I go don't f-ing talk to my husband like that don't talk to my husband and he literally was like you bitch sit down bitch and all of a sudden now I'm getting kicked out excuse me I have courtside seats that I pay for you LeBron, you're a <laughs> get the f out of here. You're gonna let a 25 year old girl intimidate you during a game. Bye, bitch. Yo, I truly cannot fathom. She started that with yo. Whack. Some of you guys are like, and she's bent. So it sounds guys, like she changed her story. Co- yeah. Change, change your story about to sit down, you stupid bitch, or sit down, bitch, no, or, she or just fucking started. bitch. Okay, I ha- this may be an unpopular opinion. Sorry, I haven't. I feel like girls fucking do this shit a lot. Where like every time they tell the story, it's a little bit more intense, and then this is how the shit gets from I had yeah. sex with a guy to I got raped. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. I don't mean to laugh at that, but it's it's. I mean, definitely. I think maybe more prominent chicks, but, but I've I heard kinda, that. I've heard dudes say everybody that too. puts a little stories. Everybody puts a little spice on their story. Yeah, but that was like another. That was a whole another bag of chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was. It was like she repeated herself. Repeated herself. It's like, how about you just keep it to the quote? Because we want to know the quote, but we can go back to those mics that were on the, all over the court that can be analyzed, and we can hear what they say. How? Because about- I want I want to hear the I want to hear the actual verbatim uh, stenographer notes of these. Just of this play. Exchange. Just give me the microphone footage from the fucking game and put right. it online, and let me hear what he says. Yeah, how about, how, they how, record everything. I how mean, about- I'm reading the articles, and there's no verbatim of what actually was said, but right. I'm sure somebody's got it. I don't know. Someone might be backing up LeBron. Like they might actually have audio of him saying this, and they're like, "Fuck, we're just not gonna fucking put that anywhere." Yeah, <laughs> like, and, anyone who has that in the news is he's like, "Look, you can uh, release that footage, but I will never ask another one, answer another one of your questions again in any of my Very press, true. Co- press wow, conferences." It's Illuminati type shit. But, but I mean, he has that power. I mean, think about it. He has he has that size of an audience and that big that big of a reach. I think the people want it. They're going to find it. <laughs> I hope so. I hope we get it. The internet will win. So, so this, now she issued an apology, you guys. I don't know if you read this. I missed that part. So but Ju- apologizing for what? She Juliana just told us. Carlos she- is publicly apologizing for screaming, yelling, and cussing at LeBron James during Monday night's game, saying she takes full responsibility for crossing the line. 
Then her quote says, to say things escalated quickly at yesterday's game is an understatement. And I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment, Juliana said in a statement. What a, a statement to who? Here's who the deal. is she? TMZ. Here's the so deal. So now she's famous. Now like, she's somebody we have to fucking look at. Okay, but here's the deal, dude. She has 87K on Instagram. Right, she's probably started like 12. Yeah. Okay, so this is what happens, dude. Why does her apology sound nothing like her stories directly after? Oh, hmm. I wonder. I wonder why. Because I wonder why. because the apology obviously wasn't meant. It was a PR stunt, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But just she's like admitting every, that she got defensive. Just like every single just like every single apology I hear as a statement or written statement, I never ever believe ever. How much? I, I, I never because they are so insincere. There are PR stunts, and if you were apologetic, you would you would have never done it in the begin to begin with. Yeah, my crystal ball is going off. She's either going to be like a public representative for anti-bullying now, or Ooh. the next time the Lakers and the Hawks play, she's going to be there. And then they're going to hug. And then we're yeah. going to have to have them like do an interview. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. laugh it off. And then she's going to be like a thing. And then she'll be at like a half a million or like three million followers. So here's the <clears throat> thing. <laughs> After reading this article from TMZ, it's pretty clear that LeBron never said anything to her. Because she Ooh, acknowledges... It gets thicker. She acknowledges that there was an altercation between her husband and LeBron. And that she jumped in to defend her husband and says nothing about LeBron saying anything to her. Yeah. And that's the official statement to wow. TMZ. Wow, okay, so yeah. if there, if there so was, was no official All of it was. words... She lied about it twice. There's no official words that LeBron said, then then did did he actually really get to her? No. Because, because I thought he said he said he said his piece. Did he talk? He said, yeah, but he said it to the husband. He okay. said two grown so men it, yeah. were, chat, were like chatting at each other, and then she jumped in and so started talking to shit. So is this going to be an Oscar Ortez, Jesse Smollett, when she's, where she claimed that she says, sit down, you stupid bitch? I don't. I mean, I don't think it's going to go to that level. But that's the first thing I thought of. Is, so did she make like, that up? It says should, what she. I don't know. She said I to TMZ, so. "What should have been quick back and forth between two adults got out of hand, and my natural instinct kicked in to stand up for the man I love." So she doesn't. I mean, like if he truly did say those things to her, she should acknowledge them in a statement to TMZ. But it sounds like that didn't. Yeah, happen. let's. Get yeah, the, it doesn't sound like it happened. Let's get these game mics. She's, she's saying that she just got fucking out of control. Yeah. Which he said she was wasted, and she looks wasted in those videos, which is fine. But don't fucking lie about shit. Or I mean, because I guess my point is, is there's there's ten guys on the basketball court. If LeBron really started saying that stuff. One of those other nine guys would be like, dude, what are you doing? Let her go. Like, yeah, why would I, you even, like, I what are you doing? Don't engage hard. in this shit. Let's play fucking basketball. Now, Let's go home. Now, after hearing her speak and the level of education she probably has of some sorts, I don't know. I'm just assuming by by just her demeanor mm -hmm. that she's not like the, the brightest bulb in the bulb stack so she she's, <laughs> yeah, you know she's definitely has had some surgery she's blonde um she's i guess could be considered attractive um but she's got like some giant but fake boobies the fact that she's if, a little she's, tiny blonde girl trying to make up that lebron she's 25 said that to her, now that more, i believe lebron james didn't say anything else because i can see her just making that up like she's talking to one of her girlfriends like, you know I mean, yeah. saying that, saying that someone that big actually yelled that mm -hmm. and accusing someone of saying that is kind of fucked up. But when you're blackout drunk, I mean, you could just make shit up and believe it. 
I'm sure when she said it, she's like, yeah, that's what happened. And well, everyone's like, no, that's not hyped. Like I said, like girls snowball sometimes. Like, <laughs> and they just start, every time they tell the story, it gets more intense or more detailed or more dramatic. And she was clearly in the heat of the moment when she was saying this on her Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Yeah, no, she but t- she obviously loves the attention. She went on and explained herself what? immediately. What 25 and 25-year-old blonde doesn't. But then she did it again later about saying the exact same, st- well, not the exact same, slightly fabricated, but explaining herself again in the exact same manner. Yeah. No, it's not like then, people were like, hey, we didn't see it the first time. No, Can you tell us again? Then she started seeing her, her, her story going viral. <laughs> and she was- Object to the text! Like, <laughs> just, it was just feeding and feeding and feeding and just- and just serving that ego just every single one every single little bit just ate it up the ego just inflated and inflated and she woke up the next morning and went oh shit yeah she's gonna be she's gonna be like some spokesperson for like anti-bullying or something for sure because she's gonna be like I apologize you guys are still yelling at me and she's gonna totally disregard this shit she woke up the the next morning and went what yeah or he was like or the husband was like dude you need to fucking figure it out (laughs) yeah that's what he woke up and he's like what did you do like, I want to see I've the had, husband. How I've old had, is this guy? I've had courtside tickets for 10 years. I yell at LeBron every game. And what the fuck did you just say to him? What yeah. did you just do? Like, I might, yeah. kind of, I might did lose my season it? tickets now because what the no, fuck? No, they won't lose it. I'm saying it's a possibility. If she, if she would have gone nah. nuts, she throws a bottle glass of wine on him or something, they're done. No, it, it was his words. And that's a warning. If, she, if they do it again, I can see him losing their tickets. But honestly, like... <sighs> Either yeah. that, either that, or they'll tell them they because they if they kicked him out of the game, they can say, "Look, you can come to every game except Laker games." Wait, or do they have season- when LeBron's in town? Well, if she yeah. tr- if she truly tried to push a false story about what he said to her, then they would have gotten their tickets taken away for sure. Oh, so, no. think in hindsight, then thinking about it, he probably didn't address it because none of it was true, and he's like, "I'm yeah. not even gonna fucking talk yeah, exactly. about it." Um, and then he's like, "Just gonna let it go." But he well, did make we that's uh, I like. This girl's getting way more attention than she ever deserves. That's the problem. Like, ever. that's the problem that I have with it. It's like, so she... It's like, dude, it's like, why are the most famous people, they, they get famous for the for the shit where it's like, as a photographer, I'm trying to get well-known through good, hard, hard, honest work. You know, and these people blow up, get hundreds of thousands of followers for being a dick. And it's like, it's frustrating to someone, you know what I mean? I would, I would immediately like the, I love the, I just had a picture go viral. I loved it. It was crazy. I got, I got, I got served thousands and thousands of times all over. got reposted like a mother, the, the snow on the beach. It's awesome. that hail on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And I know what that moment's like when stuff is blowing up and I had 350 DMs. I got, I was, I got a thousand followers in like 24 hours and, and it, my picture was just being blasted everywhere. And I was like getting good, honest attention mm-hmm. which was good earned but uh, if but I, that was for your art that was your work of art and then getting that type of attention that that someone like myself would only dream of you know what i mean uh just for talking shit to a, a star it's like it's kind of like fuck dude our society's fucked up so We're i would paying be, attention to all the wrong things i would be curious how many followers do you think she had before this and, how, say, many, and how many do you think she gained? i'd say twelve thousand followers now twelve thousand before she went to the yes. game just enough because, because I guarantee you, if we were to Google that stat, it's out there. I you fucking want, guarantee. Oh yeah, you. running a why? Running a why? I think it's a little over ten k. Because for her to be searchable, you know, by this girl, and 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 she probably put it on her story directly. That someone somewhere that follows her, because when you have a little over ten thousand people, someone's connected to somebody somewhere in that realm, especially when it comes to like, you know, the upper echelons of society who have season tickets. People know people. 
Um, Juliana Carlos gains over 80,000 followers on Instagram boom. after altercation 22 I, hours ago. Over 80,000. Okay, so she I gained called it. Over this. So, so she, she has, has zero followers no, before no, that? <laughs> she had, she had 87,000 now, right? So she started about 7,000. Oh, wow. Right? So, okay. so now, I, I guessed it to be about right. About right around, you know, seven. I said 12,000, but... I'm looking for the it's number. I'm close. looking for the number right now. It, it was six. It was seven thousand. She had around twenty five thousand IG followers, and now has increased to eighty three thousand. Oh, so I was pretty wrong. Two hundred. Um, well, no, that's still sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. Oh, just said she gained eighty thousand. Well, that's what the article said. Oh, okay. So it says, yeah, it says gains over eighty thousand followers on IG. So, but it doesn't say. That, so they weren't talking about a jump. They're saying total. Um, so she's at what eighty some thousand now. She started at twenty five thousand. You can start a business with that money. That's what I'm saying. Up. So LeBron, just by getting in an argument with LeBron James, now she can have a six figure income. All right, Nat, let's go to the game and let's talk some shit. Let's do it. <laughs> I Remember took, when we were smelling Kobe's farts that one time? Yes. What? That was awesome. I, yeah, me and Natalie, uh, Natalie and I, um, for Valentine's Day was it like four years ago? It wasn't on Valentine's Day. It was like the twenty third. Yeah, and but on Valentine's Day, I I got we got the I presented her with the tickets, and she didn't know they were courtside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, where'd you where'd you get them? I got them from a friend. Fuck yeah! I had never been to a Laker game before, and he said we were going. I didn't care where we sat. I thought it'd be fun anyways. Mind you, I've never sat that close myself either. Ever, I've been close, but not that close. I've so never sat courtside. We get there, and oh, so this is right after Kobe announced that he was retiring, and I think this was like his. It was a sixty-one point game. Yeah, it was. It was oh, it was. Yeah, he had like a couple more games after. It wasn't his last game. It wasn't even close to his last game. I don't think, but it was no, his it was last, last season. Really good game. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was legendary. It was insane. So we arrive there and we're kind of walking down to our seats and we keep going more down. And I'm like, what the heck? And they got to check your ticket every time. Yeah, yeah, of course. So we, yeah, we pass like three windbreaker guys and they're scanning our tickets. I'm like, windbreaker guys. No, and then we, and we got the last one. I was like, I was like, uh, you know, you first, madame. I thought he was (laughs) joking. Like, you know, I don't know. He's like, here are our seats. I'm like, haha, yeah, right. I'm like, they scanned it the whole way. There they are. And then we went and got the smackies. The hot dogs. Oh, yeah. And the popcorn. Popcorn? Yeah. And, all right, no, Any other treats? Popcorn. We got the nachos. I mean, I'm the all nachos. about the nachos. Yep. I love the extra large beers. They're so refreshing. That's like the best part. Staples, yeah. Staples Center nachos are good, but all, most sporting So it nachos. wasn't literally, it was one behind, it was one seat behind the person who sits right on the court. Yeah. Yeah. So we weren't like the first row, but we were like one, fucking one close or two enough. Rows you're still on the floor. They're like, how dare I call it? It was crazy courtside. seeing yeah. him. That, it was crazy seeing him that close cuz you know, I've never like really been huge into sports, but like he's legendary no matter who you are. Like if you're someone who's really into sports in every country, not, in yeah, every country across the entire globe. So seeing him in person was kind of crazy. It's like, wow, he's real. Like yeah. I I got I got He's phone. fucking big. Yeah, he is bigger than I thought <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. 6'8". Yeah. So also too, like this is right when the iPhone first came out with the 2X on it. And I got a 2X zoom shot of him with nobody in front, nobody's nobody's heads poking out the bottom. And was, and I posted it um, on my Instagram. It's on there somewhere. But uh, um, it was one of my favorite sports shots. And But I my goal as a photographer is to get some uh, like stadium side, like at, at the Rams stadium. Or yeah. The, uh, it's a Chargers Allegi- Charger Allegi- Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, where the Rams play, or the Sophie, or Sophie Stadium. Sophie, Sophie, yeah, Sophie, yeah. Sophie, yeah. Like, Allegiant I, Stadium. Is I love the, the I love the concert stuff, but I've yet to do some courtside uh, stuff at a legitimate professional sport. I've done. I'd, I've had passes for like you know the um, AVP and such, and that's fine. I can get you in for with the Kings. I think 
I know, a lot of, I know a lot of people over there. I would love that. Hockey games are my favorite. You've been to a hockey game? No, I haven't. Best sports. Best sports. I have partied with the Kings though at, yep. when they won one of the cups. I, I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe like it's 2013. 14. Yeah, 12, uh, 2012 yeah. and 2014 yep. they won. Yep, that was fucking radical. We were in Hollywood and we went to this place called. Um, some, something madhouse it was like midgets were coming and delivering yeah. you bottles on tightrope okay and like, there was a full nude show and it was like it was like burlesque and what, and what were like you that. doing there how old were you in 2014 do you want me asking uh, 21 <laughs> 21 yeah exactly yeah, 21. <laughs> natalie, natalie got out there yeah yeah that's how I, I met natalie at a dj gig yeah yeah that's true um, anyways, that was mad fun. Yeah. And yes, Richard and I did meet at a DJ gig. Actually, right up the street from where we are now, it used to be called 12th and Highland. And I wasn't, I will admit, I was not 21 when I went. Um, <laughs> but that place was radical. Like the roof was open. It was like a middle of the day on a summer's day. It was maybe after six man or something. Yeah. And everyone's just popping champagne and spraying it everywhere. And, and it was it was fun. I can't believe that's Sugarfish now. <laughs> 12 and Highland was a good time. They sponsored one of our six man teams one year. It was oh, a blast. It was unreal. Yeah. It was a blast. Um, so we, we and Natalie recently watched the Tiger Woods documentary. Um, mm. And that was a, that was pretty good. Andrea watched that. that I have not really seen good. it yet. I, I gotta watch it this weekend. I was kind of blown away by it because, like, I think I was like I was pretty young when he. Did was you know the out. whole story before we watched? I knew I I knew the whole story like pretty well, but were of you, his chi- of his childhood or what no, story? I, I didn't did, I didn't know much of his about his childhood like okay. that. I didn't know anything about his childhood. I mean, I could kind of suspect. Usually, when someone is that talented, they have like a parental figure behind them that's pushing them pretty hard. Yeah, and so he's I like wasn't four. surprised. I also. You know, when everything was happening and I didn't even know the backstory, I, I kind of felt bad for him. Like, there's a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah. It's like Screech. We talked about Screech. Oh, a chi- we, we a got, child I got to drop that episode. But like a child star. I mean, imagine like yeah. being in the spotlight. I remember hearing about Tiger Woods when like he was 12 or 13. Yeah. He was on SportsCenter. And he's, I don't think that he and I are too different from in age. He might even be a little bit younger than I am. But like from... Being the best thirteen-year-old to being the best forty-year-old, like yeah. he's been the best. Well, even that before that, time. did you watch the documentary? Yet? I haven't yet, but I know. So but I've watched even documentaries on TV about when him. he was two years old hitting a golf ball when he was two. Yeah. I think I remember that. Th- in the there's, driving there's range. There's so many cool little clips of him as a child, but his yeah. dad was hardcore, hardcore. But yeah. you know what? You know what really grinds my gears is parents forcing a path of their child via sports. Yeah. yeah. That is like I kind of I kind of had a little bit of that where like you know my dad really liked when I played basketball but he really had me in every single extracurricular thing private private teachers like really everything I was good I was good but I wasn't amazing but I was you didn't good. love it I loved it but then it's like it was just relentless sports and you know. I, th- I think parents throw everything to the wall and see what sticks, hoping you'll like like something a lot. And the, you know? the Tiger Woods story, it was a it was a it was or a la- la- it was or a like laser. You try fo- a bunch of shit, right? It was a try laser- a bunch of shit, whatever you like, do yeah. it. It was yeah. a laser focus on one single sport. Yeah, and that was he was an exception to the rule where that type of thing works out. Yeah. Meanwhile, and well, you know, everywhere you- America, there's these there's these parents who are just thinking their kids gonna go pro, and they're just not. Yeah, yeah. He's a he was a one in a like. Trillion. trillion like yeah. that tiger woods was really something special and like the way that and and they said it even in the documentary that the dad clearly forced golf onto him he had this plan in mind from the day he was born to make him play but golf. he executed it perfectly well, exactly. you know there's we i know that that's true without watching the documentary yeah. what i know about him because 
if you're two, the only place that you go hit golf balls is at a golf course, and you can't drive. So you have to get yeah. someone has to take you to the golf course. What happened course was his dad. Do his dad had a little mini driving range in his in his um, garage that he set up where you hit golf balls into a net, and he would sit Tiger um, at his little table and he would watch him hit balls for hours he was in a high chair and he would set him up and uh tiger would watch his dad hit balls for hours like richard just said but the dad told the story as if wait so tiger would watch his dad would yeah, hit from and tiger the, when would watch? he was born oh uh, that's a little born. bit that's just a little bit ingrained yeah in the dad claims that tiger just loved watching him hit the balls and he wouldn't want to leave or did dad he didn't like have a attention. choice actually at that. actually when you're a kid seeing balls fly is kind of cool yeah. You know what I mean? You're kind of like a dog at that point. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you could sit with a kid that young. You could just sit there and go, and they just go, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like Richard too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I need to watch that documentary. You guys are good. like, the, you guys are like the twentieth people to to tell me to watch it. But well, I feel like it's one of those things. I feel like everyone I know has watched it, so I don't really need to yet. Like, it's no one's really. Is it still relevant? Are people still talking about it? For sure, yeah. No, I think so. I mean, like, I I actually feel like a a lot of people didn't talk about it. I thought it was going to be bigger than it was. It it really points out the uh, opioid crisis type thing. Because, you know, you had surgery, and that's how you get addicted. Yeah, his neck was all fucked up. His shoulder was all fucked up. He was a sex addict, and so was his dad. Amongst this story, they told about his dad and his friends. When they went everywhere... They were just getting them girls. He liked them tall. He liked them blonde. And he want, got the bottle service girls partying with Michael Jordan. doing. Tiger that used to all the time. His dad did too? Uh, yes, his, his dad, dad did. That's, and that's, what he, that's how he learned it. Uh, and all his dad's friends too. Yeah. Were like, and they all, they're all crying like in the documentary saying like, we, we're sorry, Tiger. We let you down. Like we, you, you witnessed us doing this at a young age. Really? Yeah, yeah. They used to bring girls to the golf course while Tiger was practicing at a very young age and get drunk and bring the girls into the RV, which was like parked right next to the hole they were practicing and on. just bang them? Like, I guess that's what they but implied. Still, or, it, do, if, or do whatever you would do in a room by yourself with one other person yeah. okay, when no that, one's around. That, it, that must be traumatic seeing your dad cheat on your wife. On your um, mom. On your mom. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but his mom was a was like a traditional like Taiwanese woman yes. from yeah. Thailand, right? So she yes. was just taken advantage of. Well, she probably didn't like it's everyone's culture is different. She probably either was just not aware or didn't care, like Or just assumed that that wasn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like I trust them, they're not doing that. They would never do that. That'd be crazy for them to do that. And even but, if she found out, she probably wouldn't leave him because that's not their culture. Yeah. That, that's sad. I hate that. But also, too, though. But it also makes his dad a complete fucking dick. Because if he knows that, and that's why he has a wife like that, so he does it anyways, just so he can be and he like a manipulating it. fuck, then yeah. But yeah. here's the deal. To play devil's advocate at the same time, though, like his dad is probably like, dude, let's get some chicks. Get him in the get him in the Winnebago. Let's do this. Like It's like, <laughs> from a guy's perspective, like sometimes you can't take that fundamental, like, just... Uh, instinct out of a dude to be that big of a douchebag. There's always temptation all over the place. Yeah. I mean, for everyone, guys and girls, I feel like there's there could there's temptation but in our face constantly. Some people just need that to fulfill their insecurities. So, well, here let's let's spin it this way. Or their sex addiction. So, Nat, I know that you went and party with the Kings. I assume it was just because you're a huge hockey fan, and yeah, that's, of and course. that's and that's why you were there, not because none of the guys were attractive at all. Yeah. Um, what are these chicks doing? Watching a fucking eight-year-old hit golf balls, hanging out with a bunch of old men. 
Why are they there well, in the okay. first place? Wait, what are they getting it out of it? Why are they it there? It wasn't literally like that. It was more so when he started getting a little older, right? And he was Here's starting to get thing. a little more famous, right? Here's the thing. I found it peculiar. Because, but where did these Jersey yeah. chasers, air quotes, mm-hmm. they just show up at a golf well, course where he's They actually were attractive women, which is weird because, you know, the dad does not strike me as an attractive guy whatsoever. No offense. Um, he's not a kind of looks like BB King. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to judge, but not attractive in any scale as far as I'm concerned, but he's getting these really young, tall, blonde girls. Just smoke shows. Absolute smoke shows. Into, I, so, so they don't talk about that it. That screams money has been exchanged. Well, that's what I'm saying. That is a the biggest marker. Yeah, but they don't talk about it. They act like, you know, he was some sweet talker and he got these girls to come, but they didn't say, you know, what was he promising them? Why were these girls out, it's of, illegal. out of golf course? <laughs> yeah. All, and, the, and his friends were pretty well off too. You know what I mean? So it was a... It was kind of like par for the course for them. Buzzing, what up? Well, they're like, here's some free, here's some free booze, maybe a little bit of drugs were involved, you know. Definitely, definitely more than a little bit of drugs, yeah. for sure, <laughs> for sure. There's probably quite a bit of, oh yeah, off of boners going on in that uh, Winnebago. <laughs> Tiger's out swinging his clubs. Tiger's out swinging his clubs, and they're inside <laughs> snorting Mister Woods' club. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would assume. Uh, Sounds about right. God, we have. I, I personally know a lot about the ancillary things about sports. Like I barely knew the. I barely knew the. You know the Super Bowl was coming on. If you had the like, Sunday, do you know? I don't know who's actually playing. Yeah, who's, who's playing? Who's playing? Oh my God! I don't know who's playing. Seriously, yeah. I honestly don't know. Know who's playing? And Tom Brady's playing it again. For his no ten- way! For his I was about to ask off. that for his tenth Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is playing Patrick Mahomes. I was Can- a- the Kansas City Chiefs won last year. Patrick Mahomes was the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He's the youngest. He's going to be the youngest to do it twice potentially. He's been the wow. youngest to do a lot of shit. And Tom Brady's forty three, and it could potentially win his seventh Super Bowl after being there in ten times or sixth. I don't know how many rings he's got. I'm five or six. So sick and tired of Tom Brady winning. But he's doing it with, in Tampa Bay with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Haters he got traded from hate. New England. Wow. So Why did he retire? Well, this is why. He's fucking still, he's still the best. Hey, which Super Bowl is it? XXIVIXXIV? <laughs> uh, it's, no, it's 45. <laughs> yeah, it's 45. I believe that. I think 45 I, or 46. I, I, 55 or 56, something like that. I believe that's like XV. No, X, X is X, 10. X is 10. V is 5. So it'd be like. There's a there's another symbol that means fifty, so it'd be counting back from that. No, V is fifty. So it's weird. No, V is five. One is oh, X one is, is X is fifty. X is ten. One Roman numeral I, or I is Roman numeral one. V yeah. is five. X, X is, is 10. ten. And then there's like a combination like X C M is like a hundred or something. X like V that. is fifty. That's fifteen. Ugh. I think because XV, XVI, look X, it up. XVI is 16. XIV I know is 14. Short, I know it's a short one this year. I remember one that was like five of them. Because it's, it's 45 or 55. So it's only two. I think. I think. No, it's, it says Super Bowl LV. Yeah. See, for, L, 55. L is 50. L is and 50. Five. There you go. There we go. 55. That's 55. why it's short. So 56 will be LVI. 57 will be LVII. 58 will be LVII. When did they have Super Bowl in Las Vegas? 
Super Bowl LV. (laughs) They should. The new stadium's ready. So this will be the first time that the home team is playing at their home field for the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing in Tampa Bay during the Super Bowl. You know what else? I I wasn't going to bet on this, but now I am. I'm betting on Tom Brady. I already bet on Tom Brady. Yes, you were going to fucking bet on it. Don't lie. I already bet on Tom Brady. We're going to go watch it 900 Club. You guys want to go with us? Yes. Yes. Um, There's a bunch of people having uh, house parties, but I don't feel like going to them. I just want to go sit there and order food and hang out. I love out. a good house party. like, And I think the best house parties of the year is Super Bowl. Like, that's the tits. Like, you get the best snacks, the best <laughs> friends, best conversation, good commercials. And also, you just fucking post up on a couch for four yeah, hours. Yeah, I, like, I you- like the home. I like the home version. Yeah. You do? I, I like a good it. half and half. Like, maybe you do, you well, know, the first Club, half at we 900. Have, we got the leather seats. Just kick it. But I don't I like, do like, I like paying attention to the commercials. So there's a lot. Budweiser um, announced uh, that I think instead of spending the money on their commercials or donating all of the money that they would have spent on commercial spots to COVID relief, vaccine, something. That's smart. Cool, That's a- cool but come on. I mean, there's going to be the weekend is the halftime show. Not the biggest fan, well, but I'm already sick of that song. Robin Hood was going to almost pull. I think I don't know if they decided yet, but pull their commercial because their commercial was made months ago. You know, they make these things way in or advance. Or a year ago, and yeah. it was like um, so talking about how all investments investors are people. evil are e- even. All investors are equal. Yeah, all investors are equal. What a fucking shit. Wait, are they? No, dude. What the heck? Dude, <laughs> they, they, feel like they that's the case. They literally kept you from uh, placing yeah. buyers. It doesn't... That is the biggest stock... It's I don't fucking know why criminal, dude. I do not know why we're not on the street. It's criminal. They should be in jail. You can't yeah, fucking do that. Yeah, you You're stealing that. from people. Yeah, That's exactly. fucking criminal. It's people, theft. people made the sound. Des- people made the mathematical sound decision that the short squeeze was happening, and you buy the stock worth based on the short squeeze math that you do. And if you and if you fucked up someone's thesis on that, yes, it was irrespons- Yes, it's irresponsible to to bet on a short squeeze. But when you do the math and you bet on it, I bet on it. I fucking was in and out within a couple hours. I was like, dink, dink. Made forty percent, bingo! I didn't make all that money. They did, but I was in and out. And, yeah. But but I am blown away. We're not on the streets. Here's the article. It says Robinhood celebrates amateur investors in awkwardly timed Super Bowl ad, which actually is right here. We can play it. Yeah, do it. Well, I mean, my phone's not connected to the uh, good old Bluetooth. Oh uh, yeah, you guys didn't go over this during the fucking. No, no, airdrop, airdrop it to Reno right now. Go play it. Yeah. You guys did go over this doing your GME episode. I wasn't here for that one. No, we did. We we, we went I over was in this. Vegas. Yeah, go t- check out uh, two episodes ago um, about the GME mm, short sell. My friend. So Q. they are. While we're getting this pulled up, they are facing dozens of lawsuits right now. What oh, do we yeah. think is going to happen? Dude, with that? oh yeah, fucking. They're that they're dude's done. going to jail. What's that guy's name? Ivan. What's, it, what's Melvin, the Melvin Capital? No, 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 no. The the guy the guy that the dude from Barstool Sports was was going in on. Ivan something or other. He was calling him out. I mean, yeah. they, they belong in fucking jail. You, play, so, play the commercial. So here it says, Robin Hood runs a first Super Bowl ad just as a company faces a growing brand crisis. Natalie went C- through this. CNBC. <laughs> no, she didn't read it. Did you read the whole thing? She read I didn't read one. the whole thing. I thought you can play the no, commercial. Yeah. Play the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Here we give go. people a little teaser for the Sorry. Super Bowl. Here we go. An ad coming. Don't think you're an investor. We make investments morning, noon, and wait, what time is it exactly? Do we make short-term investments, long-term investments? We diversify our interests, realize our gains and losses. 
and try to keep the big picture in mind. You don't need to become an investor. You were born one. Robin Hood. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? That is the biggest honk of bullshit I've ever heard. You just fucked over so many people making a mathematical equation want to work. So this and, and they just t- they tanked the stock artificially. You pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm so, so up, I'm so pissed. I didn't listen, I didn't lose from this, but I'm pissed. This is this is the most important part of this commercial. Here, I'll just go back to this part. We diversify our interests, realize our gains and losses, and try to keep the big picture in mind. Realize our gains and losses and try to keep our big picture in mind. Wow. Our gains and losses or your losses? Yeah. <laughs> our gains and losses or just off, your losses? You know what, oh, the thing that pissed me <laughs> off the most? <laughs> That's not... You know what really grinds my gears? Is that they try to say the retail investor in this situation was the, was the irresponsible one. It's like, no, the, the, the Melvin Capital that put up 140% uh, short, short position... 40% more shares that actually existed, betting it to go negative percentage points, which is super legal. They try to, they are the irresponsible ones, not the retail investor. The retail investors were making a, 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 a legendary move dude, against these hedge funds. Yeah, but dude, here's where they fucked up. This is where they fucked up. They probably played out a scenario when they started the company saying, well, what if this happens? And they'd say, well, how. Like, what are, the, what are the chances of that ever happening? I think what's worth taking the risk of everyone getting together and doing something like this and creating this sort of an issue or this sort of explosion or this sort of market manipulation. Like, come on, what are the chances of that happening? If that ever happens, so now, we'll deal so with it then. And guess what? They didn't, they didn't deal with it by paying people. No. They dealt with it, with it by fucking people I over so they could remain to stay paid. I think that they never thought it would happen because the majority of the stock market is controlled by these hedge funds. And like someone was able to rally all these people to actually make a difference. So they probably think it would actually have happened. Reddit yeah, was, was able Reddit. to do it. And it was a Reddit thread. Well, there was, there was dudes that went in and they found who these companies were that had the largest investment yep. In certain companies and started fucking running it up. Like if people yeah. had like forty eight percent of a company, yeah. they'd buy the other fifty one percent. So just fuck this dude out of all of his money. It it was it was. A, but it was like you said, venture capitalist. It wasn't like a. Person. It was David versus Goliath, and Robin Hood ended up limiting, making it so you can only sell and not buy, and that is. I want to push this microphone. The name out. itself, Robin Hood, is so ironic compared it's, to what's it's, happening. It's all ironic. Yeah, what did Robin Hood, going to jail? What did Robin Hood do? Robin again? Hood stands for uh, steal from the rich and give to the needy. <laughs> and yeah. they did exactly the opposite. <laughs> um, I think I don't even know how they sat around a boardroom and came to the decision to do what they did. It's beyond me because the second you break the rules. When do you stop? At what like th- they can just change the rules at any time. This this does this is deserving of a fucking riot. Yeah. This is deserving yes. of a Wall Street riot. This yeah. is deserving of a well, parade. Were, uh, this is deserving no, of a Occup- fucking Occupy mass Wall- uproar of like what the fuck Occupy are you guys Wall Street doing? was like meh. This is like this has actually has some substance to it. Yeah, and they just stopped it in its tracks. Like it's I felt illegal. like they were actually getting somewhere. Like, and they were they were voting with their dollars. They broke they, the system. Yeah, yeah. they finally yeah. broke the algorithm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guess what? And no one fucking got to capitalize off it. They're like, "Oh, good job, guys," but actually, fuck you. 
So here's a question. Do you think after that commercial airs on the Super Bowl, do you think people are still going to go download it? There's no way that commercial goes airs. No, no. So what, what's There's happening? No so way. the reason why- I don't why know. They paid how many millions of dollars for the slot? There's no way. Yeah, but they, it's, they, but, yeah, but they just didn't They just didn't pay how many millions of dollars by not letting people pay yeah. or sell their stock? Well, so, yeah. I was going to say they- um, So I have a couple of friends that have Robinhood um, uh, accounts. And they said that when they tried to buy certain stocks, they would get emails or get contacted yes. saying, this is not a day trading so, okay, site. So, this is an investment site. So you lot, can't day trade on this. So a lot of people, which is bullshit, a lot of people um, are leaving Robinhood. And they of had, course. They, so they took their funds out, they sold, and and uh, the short, a short, another short, short squeeze might happen because now those new funds are being moved to like JP Morgan or E-Trade or uh, Weibo or whatever. If they can. Ones. I mean, no, those... no. So, so it takes like three or four days to transfer. So it's, it went down and crashed and all that money is going to come back in and squeeze it again. I think people are still going to download it because they're going to be like, oh, they're not going to really be aware of what happened. They're going to be first time investors. They're going to see the commercial and be like, oh, what's all this stuff that's A lot of people about? lost their shit. Yeah. How yeah, but how soon before Robinhood 2.0, whatever that company's going to be, is like, hey, we'll let you do all this. Come I sign think, up with I us. I think they need to. We'll have, steal. They need to have their company under new management or something. They need to make a big change to apologize for what they did and be like, look, we're not managing it anymore. It's under this person now or this group or whatever, and they're going to promise like never to do. Now, this how, I, whoever they, they, whoever these guys are need to be in front of the Supreme Court and they need to be under. Actually, oath, that's actually happening. And they have, of course, it is. Yeah. They have to fucking testify yeah. on why they. They thought that they could get away with doing this and they better get the book thrown at them or yeah. someone's going to do something worse next time. And that's scary Without for investors. Where, where's, yeah. take, where's BLM when you need them to go burn down so a city? Think about, think about it from our perspective. Is your money safe in a bank? I don't know. Is your money safe in the stock market? I don't know. 401k is the same thing. It's still kind yeah. of People rolling. are losing like, trust. The fuck are you supposed to what? do? They're going to get crypto. Safe? Well, investor, They're going to crypto. Investor exactly. confidence went down for sure, but at the same time, you have to think of the millions of people that are now investing for the first time that wanted to participate in this. Yeah. Do, do, do you know the Wall Street Bet sub went from 1.4 million to like 8 million within a week? I don't doubt that. Unreal. But I mean, the other thing is why... So GameStop has closed. Like they don't even have brick and mortar stores anymore. Are you sure? Huh? I thought they closed all of them. I thought that was a big thing like right before Toys R Us. Um, I don't they make a big push. Well, here, oh, Toys on, R Us. I guess my point is it's online. I think it's online only. Yeah. Well, I mean, who cares? Because that's the biggest business ever. And you talked about Toys R Us. Why the hell did not Toys R Us do a deal with Amazon and do Toys R Us on Amazon or something like that? You didn't have to just completely like shut your yeah, thing down. But they, they should have stayed relevant. That That is such an iconic brand. And just like Blockbuster, if there was a Blockbuster streaming app on your TV that had all the old oh, movies... Oh, that's a great idea, Natalie. I've been talking about this forever. I, I, I do, I'd download the Blockbuster streaming app. Oh my app. gosh, and it had all the goodies, all your favorite old movies, 90s, early 2000s. Dude, so I, I was wrong. They have 5,000 stores in 10 countries. Yeah, so they do have brick and mortars. I thought, no, they, I, thought they, I thought they closed you, all You know they make the most sales on is the merch for the games, like the Pikachu and the stuffed animals and like and like the um yeah but they allow like like you can take and your, they buy and sell used games as well that's what i was gonna say you could take your old games back and take your old gaming systems and then like use them as credit for new okay, shit i never like, go okay. to gamestop i go to the mom and pop ones but i'm an avid video game collector i have an i have an amazing boxed nes collection that is is probably might be one of my best investments in the next 15 20 years not as not as good as investing in GameStop last week uh, yeah was that right? <laughs> not that much of it not that yeah. good of an investment yeah God, imagine ha imagine being that person who had it like six dollars on accident. 
I mean, imagine if you just didn't go to the. Do you, do you know how many people held that stock and didn't even know realize they held it? Didn't someone have it? Like they were talking about this guy who had a ton of it and he didn't even like really realize it and he made like so much money. I know, well, I, I'm sure that has this. This one dude had forty million gain, forty million dollars worth of gains. Forty worth million of games or game stock? No gains. 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 Oh, I said games. I'm like, that's a lot of games. Million. Yeah, that's probably the guy I was talking about. I wonder well, if that I wonder if that chick that was at the Atlanta Hawks game was just mad that at Robin Hood, so she took it out on LeBron. Dude, what if that was, what if that was a part of her she's apology? Probably mad at nothing. She doesn't have a passion for anything. What if that was a part of her apology? She's like, "Look, I didn't mean to snap at LeBron, but Robin Hood would not let me sell my games my GameStop stock, so I just had to take it out on someone. It just happened to be if LeBron I, James." I would her I would sell courtside Karen t-shirts <laughs> so fast without a doubt. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, all talked out for this episode. Are you? <laughs> it's a great segue. Um, well, thanks for listening guys to us in the court started ca- court, court, quit, quit side. Guys, we, Holy dude, shit. Guys, we hit 129 of the top 200, um, comedy podcasts. Yeah. Guys. It was 138 last time I was here. 129 now. I think it was 129 or 138. Either way. It's fucking awesome. Thank you guys. We are stoked. Like share. Like tell your friends, please. Come, share. Come. Like, subscribe. And follow us on Instagram at I don't know dude podcast. And come sit where Andrea and Natalie are sitting. It makes it really Yeah, fun. hit us up. Okay, we want more people. We want to call more people and get your little opinions. Open studio invitation right now. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'd say open call invitation. Most of you open studio. <laughs> as long as we're wearing masks. No, everything. I, hang out in here. There's a mask-free zone. Guys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl Sunday. It's happening. I'm calling it now. Bucks by four. I'm, uh, I will bet on that. Over and out. Over and out.